Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Welcome to the Warriors Wrap-Up Show, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Matt Steinmetz, Daryl, the guru Johnson with you. And uh, this one was about as bad as it gets if you're a Golden State Warrior fan. They lose to the Boston Celtics tonight, 128-195. That's the worst loss of the season, a 33-point loss. Uh, The next two worst losses for the Warriors this season was a a loss against the Oklahoma City Thunder on November 21st, and then Christmas Day to the Lakers, they lost by 26 points. Uh, If you want more bad news, it was the worst home loss in the Steve Kerr era. Once again, the Boston Celtics win 128-95. to Warriors now losers of five of their last seven. Mm. What's new to say tonight, Guru? Well, you, J.D., and I said it. We we said a key to the game would be a quick start, and I did my math class. I was pretty good. 11 nothing is not uh, a good start. Down 11. Boston just took it to the Warriors. I'm not going to overreact, Steiny. I just – something's going on. Clay Thompson, you know, he wasn't on the court, but the more I watch that game, I don't want to raise your blood pressure. What can Steve Kerr do? Maybe try to bring Boogie Cousins off the bench so he's not trying so hard. And we saw, you know, the confrontation to where I felt like he was just frustrated uh, with the game itself. But it's got to be a thought. I'm not sure if it is or isn't. Uh, I think that's going to be – I'm not sure they're there. I'm not even sure they can can go that way, to tell you the truth. At this point, it feels like uh, they've kind of – Cross the threshold there, if you will. 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to talk about this one. Uh, 128-95. Warriors get hammered here at home. And uh, there's a lot of Warrior fans that that refuse to panic. Uh, five losses in seven games, big deal. Uh, this team struggled a little bit last year on the way to their second consecutive title. I know there's a lot of fans out there that, that this isn't really phasing at all. There's other fans out there that say you better be careful when you think you can turn it on and turn it off because sometimes you just can't do that. And you brought up Cousins, and uh, I had written a couple things down about Cousins. I thought he was pretty pretty bad again tonight. Uh, four for 12. He was 0 for 5 from three-point range. Mm-hmm. Targeted on defense in, in in many many instances, he what turned does that the ball look like, over. Steiny? 
it's, when you're targeted. It means that his man's scoring all the time on him. Uh, it's easy to get a switch onto Cousins, and guys can – he can't guard smaller players. He just can't mm. do it. And other teams are getting matchups there that they like, and they're taking advantage of it. Uh, but when I started to think about Cousins and how poorly he played, I figured I can't single him out. Durant was terrible tonight. Draymond Green was non-existent. Uh, Steph Curry was good in the first half, uh, not so good in the second. And, I mean, you run up and down that roster. I mean, who who, who was any good tonight, Goo? Uh, nobody <laughs> from top to bottom. There wasn't a bright spot as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, uh, McKinney got the, the first shot. He was ineffective. But, Steiny, you are right. I don't want to blame one person, but the Warriors just look soft defensively and is bigger than Cousins. I mean, guys are getting to the rim at will. And you could tell me arguably their best uh, defensive player in Clay Thompson didn't play. But even when he's on the court, we've seen the Warriors get beat down at home uh, before by different teams. And to me, this is an issue. It's a big issue. Uh, how big? We won't be able to decipher until the playoffs come, but this this is not good. 888-957-9570 is the number. You want to jump in here and talk about the Warriors. I think it's more than a malaise, but uh, you tell me what you think it is, 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and hear from Kevin Durant right now. This is from Kevin Durant postgame tonight. They were, they played great. They played great. They ran their sets with force. They knocked down shots. They made an extra pass. I mean, they were just great on offense tonight. Obviously, another slow start, and Kerr's mentioning didn't have the, I guess, intensity, or he even Who? mentioned the Steve Kerr, uh, or even the anger. Did you sense that in, in – does this team need a little more anger sometimes? I thought we, I thought we, uh, I thought we uh, move off of joy. I mean, now anger. That's what your coach said. Oh, okay. I disagree with that one. I mean, we just got to. I think all around, top to bottom, coaches, players, we just got to be better. Where do you start from that? From what? You're saying from coaches top down, all need to be better. What's Where do you guys go from there? Come back tomorrow, watch film, and practice and see where we go from there. We usually, uh, we usually uh, bounce back pretty well. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And when you came here, you joked that you came for Ron Adams. Um, and you still talk about me coming here? No, I'm just talking about Ron. You something you said when you came here, and and so I'm wondering now, like you know how Ron is about defense, uh, you know him fairly well. How do you think he's dealing with this? It's about how we all dealing with it. As players, we are no the whole team, the whole organization, we're family, right? That's how we operate. I think I don't think anybody's in that locker room, and that locker room is um, anything but upset with the uh, game we play. Uh, but it's not just Ron Adams. Goo, thoughts, Kevin Durant? I thought I heard an owl because he said who when they asked about Kerr and told him who his head coach was. So maybe that's just me at 1043 at night. I thought that was odd. 
and then also to you know just to come out and say you disagree with the coach and and you were talking about me still hey i don't know he that it didn't even seem like the game or the loss phased him it, it, it he was just irritated yeah he definitely sounded irritated tonight i think you know it was interesting when uh, when he was asked about playing with anger uh, wow it, it seemed like he thought three times about whether he was going to say well, I thought we were supposed to play with joy. And then he finally said it. Like, he knew he shouldn't say it. He knew he shouldn't. And then he said, I'm going to say it anyway. I'm at peace. And I don't I don't really kind of understand what he meant by that. I, I don't I, – it didn't sound good to me when you say something like that. But, uh, hey, this is a frustrated team probably. They lost five of their last seven. 888-957-9570 is the number. And uh, – what do you say we go out to Sam in Walnut Creek? And when we go out to the callers, it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. What's going on, Sam? How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good evening, you guys. Hey, yeah. Uh, just a, a quick thing I was going to say. The Warriors just really looked sluggish tonight. Like, there was no chemistry on the court. And on top of that, you know, DeMarcus Cousins really made me upset with that double technical or whatnot, what he had. He just didn't know what was going on. Uh, he actually left the floor open for the guy to get a dunk. I don't know who it was from the Celtics team or whatnot, but it just the chemistry wasn't there, you guys. You know, it's just like they need to pick it up, and I feel like DeMarcus Cousins just kind of holding them back in a way. But uh, I can't wait for Boogie to come back, and hopefully they do sign him. Cause they need you mean Bogut? <laughs> I think you mean Bogut. Thanks for the call, Sam. I uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean – uh, who's good? You know, put it on the table, Goo. Uh, that starting lineup with Demarcus Cousins hasn't gotten it done um, at the start of games. They just haven't. They they haven't really put it together. And I'm gonna leave that alone. I I, I got something else that's that's uh, uh, consuming my thoughts, and it's the lack of scoring off of the bench. And maybe Bogut could have been Carmelo Anthony, as funny as that sounds. But damn, Stoney, they have no offense. They have bodies that can get up and go in the game following the direction of the coach, but they're not skilled enough for the team to rely on them to put the ball in the hole. It's hot potato. And I don't know if being top-heavy like they are come playoff time and, and they hit the switch is enough. Draymond, he's not giving them nothing offensively. I'm not blaming him, but damn, the elephant in the room is he's passing up shots because he's Draymond and he's looking for the assist. But, Stani, sometimes basketball is a game of rhythms. you got to take a shot, and they're not doing it. So, essentially, with Cousins and Green, it's three on five, and that's getting old real quick. Let's go to Bill and Campbell. Bill, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. I talked to you this morning, and, um, you know, <laughs> we'll see if it works out this way. But w- one thing that, uh, looking over the years here, w- when they really just took off, for me, they were so good at moving that ball and, and going from one person to the next person and and, and really running, run, running teams right off the court. I mean, I, I remember, Matt, you used to say, Man, we got nothing to talk about. They won by, you know, 25 again. Yeah. Now they're starting to lose by 25, and it's happening at home. This is not 
this is definitely not the, the team that or the style that they had when they were winning those 73 games, which, you know, we can't just go by that. But the way they played, the intensity, the, the intimidators that they were, now teams are not intimidated by them. I've heard you talk about that, Daryl. I agree 100%. And watching them, I think the attitude, you know, there is a – there was so much more um, camaraderie before. Yeah. And I don't want to yeah. put this on Cousins or, or Durant, but both those guys, you know, are, are very sensitive. Let's put it that way. And, yeah. And, um, you know, Bogut's more of a <laughs> hard-nosed, old-school kind of guy. And I think that's going to help. But I also think they really need to... I guess the coaches really need to start taking it seriously um, that there's a problem, that they're not the same franchise um, that they were. And we saw this last year, but they did turn it on. They did win the championship. So everybody kind of relaxed. But, you know, when they when they opened up 10-1, and one, I thought, wow, this is, this is amazing. I didn't expect them to be this good so fast. And yeah, now, no, I, I didn't either. And we were talking about maybe them going undefeated at home. Remember that? I remember at, uh, it. At the same Arena. table. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks a lot, Bill. Appreciate the call. No, I mean, look, they're not, they're not having fun right now. And as far as the coaches kind of getting them together and and uh, getting them to take it seriously, call me crazy, but I'm not sure it's the time for that right now. I, I think you let them go through this. You still have six weeks to go to the playoffs. It's 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 almost like they're just <laughs> waiting to get there, and the games are in the way. That that that's a great point. But what's concerning to me is the fact that Boston came in here crumbling. They were hemorrhaging. I mean, they had infighting going on, and for some reason or another, their eyes lit up like silver dollars and went to the basket at will. And one more concern: the Warriors. I felt like I have no sources. The courage just went ballistic at half. I saw an effort in the at the start of the third quarter, and they got it to nineteen eighteen. I'm like, this might happen, and the defense just another reminder that right now they're deficient on the defensive end. That's the concern, Steiny. Well, they're deficient in a lot of areas right now. That game tonight, they were outplayed. Virtually every aspect of the game. Mm. The Celtics came in here. They out-rebounded them. Uh, they forced 22 Warriors turnovers. I don't know if that's a season high, but it's certainly up there. Uh, that's the one thing the Celtics can get you to do is turn the ball over. It's the one thing you can't do against them. Uh, they outshot the Warriors from two-point range, from three-point range, from the foul line. I mean, this was just a thorough uh, defeat of the Golden State Warriors tonight. Uh, let's go out to uh, let's go out to Charlie. Hey Charlie, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's up, fellas? Evening, guys. Um, tonight's game made me sick. I, it was the first time in a in a couple of years that I tur- I actually turned the game off after the, after the third quarter. I usually stick with any game blowout either side, but after the Celtics went on that twelve nothing run at the end of the third quarter, I turned the game off. I, it made me ill. I, I hope they're just waiting for the playoffs to start because, again, going back to um, uh, what was discussed, even even after the Philly win, there's something not right with this team. I don't I don't know what it is. 
Mm. They can't put my finger on it. It's a different, like you said, Matt, it's a different type of malaise or a different kind of struggle from last year. It's just something's not, it's something's like I said last week, they're stinky. There's something stinky about this this team. I mean, the boogie experiment is not working. He, I agree with Guru. I don't know how you can get him to come off the bench, but he he is hurting this team. They're on the defense, he's struggling on the score. And and all four East Coast, uh, East the top four East teams have beaten the Warriors in Oakland. That's, that's a bad sign. And you look and you and you look at a team like Houston. They go into Toronto tonight and beat them. They blow out Boston a few days ago on Sunday. They're starting to roll. The Warriors need to start kicking it into gear. Anyway, I'm venting. I'm sorry, guys. That's all I got. Have a good night. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Charlie. Appreciate the call. No, I mean, there's turned it off. There's not a lot of answers right now uh, for the Warriors. Uh, They've lost five of their last seven. What are they? Forty-four and twenty. Keep in mind, last year they they were fifty-eight and twenty-four. It means if they go fourteen and four to finish the season, they'll have the exact same record as last year. Uh, I don't remember us being this concerned last year, um, but I I know there was concern. It. I'd be surprised if it was as much as uh, this year. But, you know, this year I think the troubles are, are greater than last year. And, you, and, the, and the other thing is, I mean, look, they're getting hammered at home. They've been hammered at home uh, a half a dozen times this year, and that's something that never happens. Three seasons under Kerr, nine total home losses. Tonight, tonight was their ninth loss. And I, I don't want to troll, but I saw this with my own two eyes. Steph Curry did the Kevin Durant double clap to Kevin Durant to get the ball, and the ball didn't come his way. And to me, from where I was watching and standing, Steph wasn't too happy that he didn't get the ball. Just something to keep your eye on, the double clap that we saw in L.A. earlier in the season. Steph used it, didn't get the ball. And we know how, you know, mild-mannered Steph Curry is, but, he, you know, he was feeling it a little bit, and he didn't get the ball. So I don't know what's going on, but tonight – can't uh, keep happening, and it's happened, and I feel like a lot of us, we're spoiled. We've been in denial. Oh, tired. Just get to the finish line. But, Stoney, something can really be going wrong here right before our eyes. 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to talk about this one. When we come back, we're going to visit with John Dickinson, who's coming up from the Warriors locker room. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Stein, Matt Style, the Guru Johnson, and now we're joined by John Dickinson. The Warriors get hammered tonight. 120, was it 128.95? 128.95, worst loss of the season here at Oracle Arena. Uh, Got to be the worst loss in the Steve Curry era, yes, right? Yeah, they lost by 40, I think, last year in their final game of the year in Utah. Okay. If All I right. remember correctly. I know nobody watched At that home is their worst loss. Uh, because it's... it was the last game of the year, and the Warriors were locked into the, what, the second seed at that point. I think Utah was locked into whatever. But, yeah, I think they ended up losing that game by 40. Hey, you know how there's always nights I'll come up here and, and, you know, we'll be doing the show and we'll all be talking and and the email will come out the next day like, oh, practice is canceled? Yeah. Well, if there had been a lock when the schedule for this week came out uh, for the Warriors, it would have been that tomorrow's practice would have been canceled. Well, guess what? 
tomorrow's practice is not canceled. Mm. The Warriors are actually going to go uh, tomorrow. They've got two days off, uh, two days without a game, tomorrow and Thursday. And I want to say 100% of the time. You think it's 100? It's high 90s if it's not. <laughs> okay, okay. It's above 90. Uh, when they've had the two in a row like that, the well, one when did tomorrow, they play last Saturday? The one tomorrow usually gets canceled. Yeah. On the road Saturday. Yeah. I mean, no doubt, no doubt. But wait, they played Saturday, right? So played they Saturday. Sunday. They took Sunday well, off. Sunday was travel anyway. Took Sunday off. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. It's in the 90s. It's probably not quite 100. But I anyway, mean, pra- I, there is practice tomorrow. I listened to, they uh, need it. Listened to Kevin Durant, and I'm not – listen, I'm not going to make any sweeping statements about – what his comments mean, what his demeanor meant, what his actions meant. But you, come on now. You, you can't listen to Kevin Durant in that post-game interview, J.D., and not think something's, something's fishy. You know what I mean? So, something's not right here. He's just in a bad place again. I think so. And I, I'm not sure why exactly, but this is similar to, to where he was what, about a month ago, I guess, right around the, the trade deadline when, when Porzingis got traded and you know everything was going on with, you know, he was thinking people were going to ask him about that and the Knicks lining up, you know, cap space and, you know, sending Porzingis elsewhere to where they could get a couple of players. And I, I just, he's just in a weird place. I mean, I, look, okay. And this may be, and they're not playing some, well. This may be what some Warrior fans don't like. This kind of dissection, but I'm sorry. It's it's to me, it's important. Uh, when when he was asked about Steve Kerr wanting the team to play with a little more anger, he said, "Well, I thought we play with joy," but he didn't say it right away. He paused like twice. He said, "You know, I thought uh, mm. thought," uh, and it almost felt like. He knew if he said it, it was going to be a jab, and then he said, "You know what? I'm saying it anyway. I don't. I don't care." Uh, I, I, that's the jab, it's a jab at Kerr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. That's oh, the only way you oh, can take it, right? Of course. Wait. Oh, now Steve Kerr's t- saying anger. I thought we played with joy, and he let you know he's uh, he disagrees. Right. He also said, "You know, I disagree with that." And then even even at the end, when I believe it was Monty Poole said. Something about, you know, when you came here, you talked about Ron Adams, and he stops him and says, we still, we're still talking about when I came here? Yeah. And wow. that really had nothing to do with it no. other than to phrase the question in a way to accentuate his relationship with Ron Adams right. from Oklahoma City. It's it, it just strange. He's, irritated. he's just in a place where he, you know, he, he feels that everything's about him coming and going, and, you know, he's playing a role in, in the body language and the vibe surrounding the team uh, and I think it's something that you know we were thinking hey are they going to get past this right at, at a couple of different junctures this season I think we were all looking at it like hey are they going to get past this get back on track and there's been times where it looks like they're going to and for a few games maybe they do but then what well, I'm not even sure it has to do with winning and losing really because I think they could have won the game tonight he still would have been in that kind of place. He was kind of in that place yesterday when he talked to practice. It was a very yeah. similar uh, type of a, a very brief session uh, when, when he met with everybody yesterday over at the practice facility. Let's go to uh, Jerry J. Jerry J is in Berkeley. What's up, Jerry J? What's up, Stanny? What's up, cousin? Good How are you, man? Nonsense. All right now. 
what I've noticed about KD in this narrative, one of the most important things about KD, he cre- creates scripts. And in these scripts, you bounce off of it. Some are negative, some are quite impossibly wrong. But I can say this about KD. He's willing to put his script in order, which he's doing now, while the, before the playoffs gets here. And while him creating these scripts, these are doubts about him transferring or possibly going somewhere. That's not of a sincere narr- narrative, but it is a case that he created for itself. Everyone on the NBA, everyone in the NBA, I know creates a script all during the season. Some are very cordial, respective, but Steve Kerr is the most, probably the most passionate coach I've, I've met over the year. Very gentle, very sincere, and he knows how to get them going. He knows what, what edge them to the next level. All right. He can't turn it on and turn it off anymore because the bench is not supported. The bench don't work. Right. It can work in defensive play and transition, but it don't play in operative. In the operative of the kicking out and draw in, it's not – some of those experienced players on the bench aren't really players. They're just what they are. They right. do what they can. They're not well, athletic. That's another way. Well, what? But, so so you're saying Steve Kerr's got to got got to what? Get him going, or uh, what's he what's he got to do? Yeah, you got there. There only maybe two good players to come off the bench that can score. There's two, and the one the smallest dude on the <laughs> you team. You think there are that many? Score, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I say two. Right? I could say three, but no. I know. I'm just messing. Are selective, reach what they call regional players, man. These are cats that just, you know, they've been getting an opportunity to play with the greatest team on earth today, but right. still they can't play at the greatest level when it's needed. The, the Fair enough. They have previously, yeah, previously before the bitches they have always scored over 15, 25 points. It's yeah. not it's not he don't want to score. It's not Livingston doesn't score. They're seniors <laughs> with right. incentive to get to the playoffs, then they turn it on. But gotcha, right Jerry. Yeah, no, I, hey, Jerry, and thanks for calling. I mean, I don't know what to say about the bench, to tell you the truth. I mean, I really don't. I mean, it's it's not very good. It wasn't very good at the beginning of the year, even though they were playing better, but it wasn't a good – you know, yeah, McKinney you know, was helping and, you know and you found Jarebko tonight? was helping, but it's a long season. You found out tonight, you know what, Damian Lee, not going to do it every night. McKinney – Got pulled twice due to ineffectiveness. Uh, you know, Iguodala. You know, he, when 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 he's playing, you know, he's going to give you what he gives you. Livingston. Jarebko. Well, he may be around. He may not. Jarebko. Look at Iguodala with only thirteen minutes tonight. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what that's about. See, that's kind of that may be just be Steve Kerr saying, you know what? Well, game was over at the beginning right, of the fourth quarter. Right. Right. And maybe I mean, he he's may have thinking, played twelve in the fourth quarter, uh, or at least, might have. At least eight might or nine uh, in the fourth have. quarter. But but to me, it, it it goes to what I always say: you can't look. A lot of these bench players, when they play well, it, it you go, oh, okay, that's kind of a surprise. He played well tonight. You, you right. don't. I don't ever look at it like, oh, he played well, so he's gonna play well the next five games. No, no, because that's not the players that these guys. Well, are. they they don't have anybody on the bench who's consistent, other than Iguodala. So, Even Livingston's struggling this year uh, every other game. So how about we have a conversation with Draymond Green, who played 25 minutes, shot three times. I know he's capable of scoring. 
hey, Dre, we need more from you offensively. These aren't the past years, fellas, and th- no new guys are walking through the door. That's yeah, well, my first bit piece of business. Dre, we know you like to get everybody involved. It's about assist. Son, we need you to try to score more. You may not, J.D., but we need you to try to score more. How that is, I don't have the answers, but you need to be aggressive on the offensive end. We're hemorrhaging. I don't know how you can be aggressive if you're Draymond Green and you catch the ball at the top of the key and you're not being guarded. I mean, you can't drive into a pack. And, you, I mean, you got to take that shot at the right time and you got to be able to make it once in a while. And and he, he hasn't been able to make it. All right, 888-957-9570. Uh, you want to get in be, before our last segment? Uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing from some other Warriors uh, when we get back, Warriors get beat tonight, 128-95. Five losses in seven, ga- in seven games. And you're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Warriors Wrap-Up continues on 95.7 The Game. Warriors lose 128-95. That's a 33-point loss at Oracle Arena, their worst loss of the season here uh, this year. They lose to the Boston Celtics. And uh, there weren't many bright spots tonight, but here's one. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Tatum dribbles on Curry. Leads in. In traffic. Blocked and stolen by Draymond. Draymond on the break. Draymond handoff to Remco down the lane to the rim and he scores with a right hand. I think that cut it to like 17. And that was as close to the like Warriors that. got, yeah. 16 or 17. I still thought they were coming yeah. back. 15, 16, or 17, something like that. Um, all right, DeMarcus Cousins struggled tonight. There's no doubt about it. He was 4 for 12, uh, finished with 10 points. He had uh, four turnovers, a technical foul. Uh, let's hear what he had to say in the postgame locker room. Uh, no sense of urgency. Uh, you know, another sluggish start, bad energy. Um, that was on us tonight. So, uh, I mean, you can't even really get to the X's and O's or or make excuses about missing shots or whatever the case may be. It started off with our energy from the beginning. Them guys came out ready to play, and uh, we didn't. As simple as that. Did you see or could imagine any of this coming before the game started? What did you sense in the locker room before the game? Uh, that's not the case at all. But like I said, um, you know, you can have whatever mood or whatever the case may be before the games. But once you step on the floor, like your energy's not there and it's, and the focus isn't there, you have those type of results. And, um, you know, it was obvious. Marcus, what was Steve's message to you all after this one? <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow and uh, let's be ready to work. So, uh, yeah. What what happened on the play in the fourth where you guys got double tacked? Uh, so it was silly. Nothing. It was nothing. Absolutely nothing. That was silly. 
How would you assess your your defense right now, just just overall? How would you? Well, it's like you're struggling a little bit. But, what was what but, part? But it's your opinion is what matters, not mine. Uh, it's an adjustment. Um, trying to figure things out on how we want to play with the coverages. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, meet the needs and the coverages that they want, but. Um, you know, it's an adjustment period right now, so we're trying to figure it out. Jesus Christ. I know in uh, in Philly, uh, Draymond mentioned you went to the bench. We're like, I kind of I want to switch more. How do you want to switch more and be more, maybe part of more of a switching scheme? Um, I want to adjust to the to the schemes, and um, you know, like I said, we're trying to figure that out right now and, and what's best, and it's it's a different. Thanks, thanks, Ryan. It's a different look. With the personnel every game, so you know to say I'm struggling—that's a bit foolish. But uh, it's a different look every game. You you adjust to the personnel. Um, of course, with a Kyrie and a, a Kyrie and a Jason Tatum, you want to be up on the screen, and um, and then in other situations, you play other guards. You play back, and you play the big, and you, and you play in a drop. So uh, yeah, that's that. Demarcus, on that note, I mean, as a team, what do you think it will take to get to where you guys want to be defensively? Um, just locking in, coming in, ready to play. Uh, like I said, that wasn't the case tonight, and um, you know, we'll we'll come in tomorrow, get some work in, and uh, hopefully have a better showing. Demarcus, um, when you, when you call that play silly, what, what do you mean? And, and when when arms flail and and we see guys, you know, pushing and shoving, it doesn't seem like nothing from from our view. You don't play basketball. It was silly. Silly, silly how? It was silly. Shouldn't have happened. Or, or? It was just a silly play. It was. It's nothing. To me, it's nothing. Were those guys just mad? Or? I don't know. You got to ask them. <laughs> All right, that's Demarcus Cousins. Because oh, I, I, point of clarification. When he muttered under his breath, "JC," oh yeah, after after that was your not question. directed toward okay, me. Okay, that he was, was actually not. sweating in the All room. Right, wow. The lights were really getting to him. He was sweating him, and at Raymond one point, picked him Raymond up. Raymond gave him a towel so he could towel off. But he did glare uh, after he said, "Anybody that thinks I'm struggling, it's foolish." Well, it's foolish. I mean, what's the difference between struggling and adjusting? You know, he he's yeah. just adjusting. I, he's struggling. I mean, stay off social I, media, DeMarcus. Listen, the bottom line, look, he's listen, struggling. He is struggling. And you know what? No doubt, if he man. doesn't want to admit he's struggling yeah, or get ticked off yeah. because he, he doesn't agree with that, stay that's off, fine. Stay off Twitter. So be it. He, yeah. he doesn't have to agree with my assessment. And, look, my assessment in a press conference setting isn't important. My assessment when we're all talking on the radio, that's important. So that's not the time and the place for me to get in a, a back and forth with breaking down why he's struggling. But I, I get it if he's ticked off and didn't didn't like the, the question or didn't like the opinion. 22 turnovers tonight for the Warriors. Uh, to me, that's always an indication of, I don't want to say lack of focus, but just a, a lack of attention to detail. That's that's what I see when I see, and they had some bad turnovers tonight. They JD. stunk tonight. They just they, they give they Boston did. credit though. They no, ran yeah, Curry off Boston that three credit. point line. Yeah, like I, they made they made Curry remember. Hey, you want to take somebody? You're not going to get it off of more than a few times, and that's half the battle. If I'm playing the Warriors, like look, he, I, I thought I, I'm not surprised them. the Warriors lost tonight. Right, I'm really not. Uh, but the fact that they got embarrassed. 
the level they did, especially when the Celtics have been, you know, maybe a, a step short of the Lakers in terms of just being in disarray. Be crumbling. So that it's that surprises me that a team essentially in disarray comes in here and wins by thirty three points, even with the Warriors down Clay Thompson. But to have it, you know, turn into what it turned into, I mean, it was just it was ugly. It, it was wow. ugly. They got yeah. they got manhandled. They got abused. Yeah, they really did. And I actually thought this might be one of those games. Everybody stunk in the first half except for Curry, and. I think one day, you know, it was like 15 or 16, and I was thinking, all right, there's going to be one of those games where Curry's going to keep him in it, and then he'll hit some more threes and then get everybody involved, and the next thing you know, uh, the Warriors may win this game. That's not the way it happened. Instead, they lose 128-95 to the Boston Celtics, their fifth loss in seven games. Here come the Denver Nuggets into town on Friday. And that's uh, losing three into a, in a row, Donnie. Yeah, tur- uh, which is not, not good. <laughs> no. So you're going to have two teams at the top of the Western Conference, uh, both of whom are struggling. The Nuggets have lost three in a row. The Warriors, uh, five of seven. All right, that's going to do it uh, from Oracle Arena. Once again, Warriors lose 128 95 for John Dickinson, for Daryl the Guru Johnson, Matt Steinmetz, Tim Jordan. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.